everyone. I want to welcome you to Hope in the Pain. My name is Kim Peek, and I am here to encourage you and hopefully today to inspire you because we're going to talk about goals. Now, I don't know when you may be listening to this, but when I'm recording this, it is the first part of January 2023. And you know what that means for a lot of people? It means time to make the New Year's resolutions. I don't know if you're a resolutions person. I definitely am, but even more so, I am a goal person. So whenever, whatever part of the year you are listening to this episode, you can go ahead and get something out of it. And even more so than getting something out of it, listening and thinking, oh, okay, I got a good point or something to remember. What I want you to be able to do is go and create your own goals. Now, maybe you already have your goals. And if you do, I'm hoping you'll pick up a couple of tips to incorporate because whenever we deal with a lot of pain in our life, be it physical, emotional, or mental pain, we have to do things differently sometimes than we used to. I know for sure I do. And there's a few things I picked up that I need to incorporate into my goal making or else I will just create a lot of frustration for myself. Now, you may wonder why that is. And anyone that knows me can tell you why. And that's because I am a goals girl. I love making goals. And throughout my life, even when I was a girl, when I really was a girl, I was a goals girl. And what I mean by that is I looked at everything as a goal or a project, something that I wanted to begin to accomplish, and then it had an end. And that's really how I've designed my life. I was a math teacher for several years. And I think one of the reasons I liked teaching math um, at high school is because there was a beginning of the year, there was the year that you taught, and then there was an end to that year. And I think I really clicked with that. And so everything pretty much in my life, I look at as as a goal or a project. And for me, that's how I'm wired. Maybe you're not wired that way. That's okay. There's still things you need to accomplish. And so thinking about it again, how you need to do it differently as you deal with a lot of pain can be really helpful and can really keep you from being so frustrated. So I've got several things I want to talk about today. The first thing I want to talk about is how important it is to celebrate. Celebrate as you go through your goal making and your goal meeting process. And what I mean by that is take time when when you get um, even a step along the way, take time to celebrate that. Now, I'm not saying throw a party. I'm not saying go out and do something that really isn't good for you in your situation. For me, if I went out and I got a big cake and I ate a bunch of it, that would be really bad for me. Okay. I don't do gluten hardly ever. Right now I'm on no gluten. And so going and getting a big cake would be really difficult. Even if it was non-gluten cake, um, having that much sugar wouldn't be good for me either. So I'm not talking about celebrating in a way that's going to create problems for other goals you may have, but there's ways we can celebrate. You know, I know for me, um, sometimes, um, there's something I've been wanting to get, whether it's a book, um, a, a piece of clothing, um, something else. And when I meet a certain part of my goal or I complete the goal, I want to celebrate that. And maybe I'll do that. Maybe it's um, going out to lunch with a friend or with my mom and, and just taking time to mark that step as complete. 
You know, it doesn't even have to be something like that. It can be something small. Maybe you um, just call someone and let them know that you accomplished that. And that in itself, sharing that with someone can be so fulfilling and so encouraging for you to go on to the next step or the next goal. So it's really important to celebrate. The second thing I have found that's really important for me in my life now is to adjust my goals regularly. Now that's really true in life, no matter who we are or what we're dealing with. But I think it's especially true when you have something in your life that's kind of an obstacle or makes life harder than usual. Let me give you an example. An example for me is that I asked a a friend of mine to hold me accountable to start getting into exercise more. Now for me, I used to be a really active person and the last two years that has taken a nosedive, okay? Um, I've become a sedentary person a lot of the time and that's because of the pain and because of how I feel. And I have to tell you, I really hate that but that's where I've been at. And so I've been wanting to get back into exercise as much as I can. Well, let me tell you, first of all, the goals I had in mind, I had to adjust right away because I was thinking of it, of how my body used to be, of what my body used to be able to do. And you know what? My body can't even handle half of that right now. Okay. I have hopes. I never give up hope that I'll be able to do more, but right now I have to continue to adjust to what my body can do. Um, and just even this week, I'm, I'm starting to up my steps a little bit. Well, what I'm finding is that I need to do two days, um, kind of pushing it a little and then one or two days of rest of, of, of resting my body a lot more. Now, do I like that? No, I want to go up and up and up and up and up with the steps until I get to where I wish I was, but that's just not possible right now. But you know what? That can still be a goal. I can still adjust it. I can still ask my friend to hold me accountable to do what I know I can be doing at the time. And I'm hoping over time, I'm going to see those incremental step improvements. And let me tell you why, you know, I know, uh, for me, exercise helped me mentally and emotionally as well as physically. Right. And so I know that I'm really depleted in those areas. I know it affects sleep. I know it affects diet. I know it affects everything. And so it's super important to me to be able to get back to that more than I am now, but I realize it's going to take a lot of adjustment over time. And so that's what I'm doing. So that's what I want you to think about when there's goals or things you want to achieve. You're going to have to adjust them regularly. The second thing, or I'm sorry, the third thing, because we have to count celebration. The third um, tip I want to talk to you about is to pay attention. Now, this wasn't on my original list of tips for you when I started preparing for this goal, but I put it in yesterday because I realized I need to pay attention at times. Um, I was realizing that I was kind of eating really fast, you know, a a lot of the time. And sometimes I would end up eating more than I would actually need to eat to, to feel full. I realized that yesterday and I was really surprised because Uh, throughout uh, the last several years of my life, I felt like I've done pretty good at eating what was good for me to feel full and not really eating a lot more. 
So I thought, what is going on? I asked my question, I asked myself the question and I got really curious. And you know what I discovered? I discovered that sitting in a chair sometimes is really painful because of the pain I experienced in my leg. And so I was finding myself eating so fast so that I would be done sitting. Well, you know what? I realized because I paid attention that, whoa, I need to slow down eating. Gosh, if I have to, I can take my plate and I can stand up, right? If it's too painful to sit down and eat. But I need to savor my food, enjoy my food, and slow down my eating. Now, that's just one example, um, but I think it can pertain to goals in a lot of ways. You need to pay attention. If there's something you're wanting to accomplish, you need to accomplish, and you're finding yourself not getting there, pay attention to why. It's probably some little adjustments you can make. Again, making adjustments, but first you need to pay attention to see what the issue is that's keeping you from reaching that goal. Now, I want to step out of this episode's theme for a little bit. So far, we've talked about celebrating, adjusting regularly, and paying attention. So let's go for a timeout. Time out, I want to talk about, you may be wondering, here I am sitting down talking to you. And I just talked to you about how sometimes it's so painful for me to sit. So quite honestly, what you're seeing is you're seeing me on YouTube TV or you're listening to me on a podcast platform. Or if you like me, you turn on the YouTube TV channel uh, to to, uh, watch the podcast and then you end up listening because you're also cleaning the kitchen or doing something else. But anyway, you're wondering how I'm sitting through this after I just told you that I have trouble sitting because of the pain. What happens in an episode is that I have to pause several times and um, my son, bless his heart, is a video editor and he will take out those pauses where I have to adjust my seat, sitting, how I'm sitting or, you know, um, just kind of pause and sit back and, and let my leg kind of readjust so it's not so painful. Um, so that's just kind of behind the scenes for you little time out to tell you what's going on. So let's get back to goals. Um, so we've talked about three. Um, so let's talk about number four. Number four is what I call replacement. Now, if I tell you this, if I say you cannot eat sugar, how does that make you feel? What do you want to go do? Well, if you're like a lot of people, including me, you want to go grab something that has sugar in it because you're like, well, I can't eat sugar anymore, so I'm going to get one last thing in. Or it just makes you focus on eating sugar because you can't eat sugar. I think it's really important to reframe that kind of a goal differently. Instead of saying, I can't do this, replace it. Say, well, instead of eating this item with sugar, I'm going to eat these cashews I have out on the counter, or I'm going to eat these berries I have in the fridge. And so you're not telling yourself you can't do something. You're replacing it. You're just, um, if you start to think about eating sugar, your mind just goes to whatever you're replacing it with. And the thing is, it's things that you like and you've chosen to replace it with so that you don't feel deprived. Because as soon as you start feeling deprived, so many times we go back and we don't meet that goal. We go grab the candy bar, right? Or the cookie or that big cake. Um, 
that we got for celebrating, even though we shouldn't, um, like I talked about earlier. So that's what I have found, you know? And, and so, so many times my snack is now nuts because that's what is easy to grab instead of crackers. Right. Um, or maybe some fruit. Um, maybe I'll do apple with peanut butter. There's some things I've got in mind for snacks that I can go to, um, instead of just looking at it as I can't have crackers, I can't eat gluten, I can't have sugar. And so that makes it a positive instead of a negative. And I don't know about you, but I do a lot better with positives than I do negatives. Okay. Let's go on to number five. Number five is what I find sometimes with goals that's helpful, depending on the goal, is to track it. And I've actually talked about this in other episodes, tracking symptoms, but it may not even just be symptoms of whatever you're dealing with, with the pain. Um, it may be, um, something that you just need to do. Maybe it's everything you want to do in the morning to get ready so that you have some time for a quiet time to spend reading your Bible and praying you know, what you can do is you can have a simple checklist and you can either actually physically check it off the list with a pen, or it's just a list that you have that you read through. And what that does is that breaks down your goal into steps. And so that helps you meet that goal. Another way of tracking is something new that I'm just starting this year. And that is I got a monthly calendar and for my symptoms, or when I take a new medication or when I try a new treatment, when I go to the doctor, when I have my MRIs, whatever it is, I write it on this calendar and I'm also color coding it. Um, um, you know, medications, treatments, exercise, how I sleep, all these different things I want to track to meet goals I have, I can color code them on the calendar. So when I look at the calendar, it's really easy to see how I am doing with which um, symptom, which goal I want to track, whatever it is. Okay, that's number five. And I really hope you'll give number five a try because so many times there are goals with our health and different things that we really need to be able to track and have good data, good information to give our doctors so that it helps our doctors know um, and understand what where we're at and that helps them know how best to treat us, how best to help us. So I really encourage you, if nothing else from this episode, that you find a way to track um, your symptoms, your treatments, whatever it is to help you and to help your doctor um, best know how to move forward. Okay, let's go to number six. And number six um, is one I have trouble with, and that is being realistic. Now, this is especially true whenever we're dealing with something, um, some kind of pain in our life. And, um, if you ask my husband, he'll be the first to tell you that sometimes I have trouble with this one. So let me tell you, um, about a couple ways I have been able to be more realistic with my goals. I've got to tell you, there are a few ways I found, um, it to be helpful to be realistic. Um, the first one is to just realize, I cannot get as much done now as I could before. And you know what? In a way that can be freeing, right? It can almost be freeing that I don't have to get as much done as I used to. But um, most of the time, there's a lot more I want to do. 
um, than I can do in a day. And so, um, sometimes what helps me is just to make a list of three things that I'm going to do that day. Sometimes it helps me to just make a, um, one thing I want to get done that morning, right? Just one thing and start there. But you know, sometimes we don't know how much we're going to be able to get done in a day because we don't know how much, um, energy we're going to have. We don't know how we are going to feel. And, um, that's been the weirdest thing for me, um, about getting MS in a way is just that it's kind of an unknown, right? Um, I can do all I can do to try and be the best I can be right to be the healthiest, to feel the best. But MS is kind of tricky in that you can have a flare up or you can have a bad day sometimes just for, um, no reason at all, really. So the latest thing I have found that has kind of revolutionized my world and helped me to actually get more done and to do it in a way that's given me just a lot more peace and, a, and a, just a lot more contentment, I would say, is that I'll go and do something for a little bit and then I'll rest. I'll go do another thing and then I'll rest. And what I'm doing is just being really intentional about as I'm getting things done, as soon as I start to feel tired or my leg hurts too much, because my leg hurts 24-7, but as if it hurts too much, I go ahead and rest. I go sit on the couch, I read, I take a 15-minute nap, I do whatever um, I need to do until I kind of get that little uplift of energy so that I can go do something else. And so it's kind of a ping pong back and forth all day long. Now I'm finding for me that that's really good. And not only is that helpful um, physically, but it's kind of getting me in a rhythm, right? And it's kind of helping me to make sure I don't overdo, right? Um, So it's, it's just kind of a habit, right? More than anything, it's getting into that habit of doing a little bit, resting a little bit doing a little bit, resting a little bit. And that habit is really helping me not only to not overdo, but not to plan too much, not to, uh, you know, plan too much with other people, all sorts of things that I'm benefiting because I'm being realistic in that situation. Okay. We've talked about six things. Here's number seven. Number seven is I want to invite you to listen to my other podcast. Um, whenever you're listening to this, I want you to go over to my other podcast, Kim Peak Show, The Kim Peak Show. And um, also this week, I'm focusing on goals on that um, show. And what I'm doing there is I'm just kind of giving the general principles of goals that I found in my life that really work. I'm not really focusing on how I've had to change, um, right? And so some of the things I'm going to be sharing are things that were more applicable to my life um, before, but they are the tried and true goal principles that I have found. And in some way, I still do apply those to my life now. What I'm giving you today are the adjustments I make because of my situation with MS, but you can still get a lot out of listening to They Can Peak show um, this week. Um where I talk about goals. And if uh, you're listening to this later, you know, on down the road, and it's not the beginning of January, 2023 anymore, you can go to the Kim Peek show and look for my first episode in 2023. And that is focused on goals. So I want to invite you 
to listen to that and to get even more tips and more inspiration for your life with goals. Okay, we've talked about a lot right now. Um, So the final one that I want to share with you is circling back to actually, number one, to celebrate. And I just want to encourage you to keep celebrating. In fact, I want to encourage you to call a friend or family member. You can text them, but what I really would like you to do is to call them and to share with them something that you are encouraged about your own life, about meeting a goal, about, you know, carrying something forward that's really important, whether it's in your health, um, maybe it's something else, taking care of your home, a relationship, can be anything. But I want to encourage you to talk to somebody, not just text them, not just email them, but actually talk to them. Hear those words come out of your mouth about what you are moving forward in your own life today. I also want to encourage you to follow me on Instagram at Hope in the Pain. Again, that's Hope in the Pain. No dashes, no spaces, just hope in the pain is all one word. And there's a post on there that's asking um, you what one of your goals is for 2023. And I would really, really like you to post one of those so I can cheer you on as you are going after that goal. You know, it's really important to make goals. Um, No matter our situation, no matter what the situation we're facing in our life with pain, it's important to make goals goals. You know why? Because making goals gives us hope. We are giving ourselves hope when we make goals because we're saying to ourselves, there's something that we want to accomplish, a goal we want to reach, something we want to do. And that's giving us hope for tomorrow because we believe we're telling ourselves, we believe that we can do it. So it's important. If you haven't made any goals for this year, or you don't have any ongoing goals right now, Um, please make some, even if they're small, they don't have to be big, but they do give you hope. And that's what I want for you. And that's what I encourage you today. Um, I want you to be like me in this way. Um, I'm a goal girl and I want you to be a goal person as well. At the end of episodes, I like to leave you with words of hope. And today what I want to do is leave you with some lyrics of a song entitled, Even If. I've loved this song for years. And it was so interesting because a couple weeks ago, a friend sent it to me and she said, um, it reminded her of what I'm doing on this podcast. And it was so interesting that she sent it to me because a few years ago, I made a podcast specifically to encourage me and what I was dealing with. And you know what? This song was on that playlist that I made a few years ago. Let me read you one of the verses in the chorus. They say it only takes a little faith to move a mountain. Well, good thing, because a little faith is all I have right now. But God, when you choose to leave the mountains unmovable, give me the strength to be able to sing it as well with my soul. I know you're able and I know you can save me through the fire with your mighty hand. But even if you don't, my hope is in you alone. You know, we're not always going to be saved, um, healed. I'm sorry. We're not only always going to be healed this side of heaven. Let me say that again. Let me say it right. We're not always going to be healed 
physically this side of heaven, right? We can always reach out to the Lord and be saved for eternity. But we don't have the guarantee we're going to be healed physically. And so I love these words. When you choose to leave the mountain unmovable. In other words, there's some mountains in our life he won't move. But even if he doesn't, can we say, can we say, do we have the strength to say, it is well with my soul? We know he's able and we know he can save us from the fire with his mighty hand. But even if he doesn't, will we keep our hope in him alone? I hope you will. And I hope you'll make the most of today um, with whatever situation you're in. This is Kim Peek. And thank you for joining me with hope in the pain.